Hi, friends. Welcome back to Pick Me Up Pod. This is the podcast where we are destigmatizing and uncovering everything and anything connected to our menstrual health. This is just a feelings check-in here in general. I hope you guys can take a second. And honestly, it's been a week. Uh, I am about 12 to 24 hours away from starting my period. My guest that I was supposed to have on today was not able to make it. So guess what? Today, it's just me looking at this camera, talking into this mic. And I'm going to be really honest. A big part of me today didn't really want to show up. But one of the things that I'm really channeling into this next beautiful year of 2023 is consistency. The only way that anyone ever achieves anything. So just take a second. And really just take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out with me. It has been a fucking year. And especially as we close out the last month here of December, one of the big things that I really want to talk about here, especially on this podcast, is something that's really intrinsic to our periods and our hormones and our fluctuations and birth control and all of that, is our mental health. As someone who, and I genuinely am coming to terms with the fact that this is an enormous, enormous privilege, but for the majority of my life, I've been able to, to really enjoy a good mental headspace. It wasn't really until I was, you know, I mean, of course, turbulent teenage years, but it really wasn't until I was maybe 19, 20, 21 that I, for the first time in my life, um, had really, really, really low times. Um, and I, I distinctly remember um, I had gone on Accutane, which, if you don't know, is a very strong acne medication. What it does is it dries out all of your skin, all of your follicles, so your skin can no longer start or, or begin, rather, producing oils. And what it is is a huge amount of vitamin A. Um, vitamins are just hormones and it had the effect on me of essentially causing me panic attacks and really severe depression and um honestly while I was on it I thought I might have adult or not adult but most schizophrenia is is onset later in life um it was a really scary time and I think I was mostly so terrified because it felt like it was coming out of nowhere and none of the doctors that had prescribed me this medication let me know that there were any um, mental health side effects. I um, actually went on Accutane recently again. Uh, that will be uh, fodder for a whole other episode about acne and birth control and our periods and flows. But anyway, went on Accutane again. Was actually really happy that I did it, even though looking back, I'm sure. I think there were probably other ways I could have um, dealt with my skin issues, but. Um, coming to you guys with a clear complexion today. Um, no complaints with the fact that I went on it. But when I did it the second time I did it here in the U.S., um, I was living in Germany uh, during the time that I first took it, and they gave me no warning about any of the mental health side effects. But yeah, that was a really, really scary time for me. And it was the first time in my life that 
I had this thought occur to me that was my head and my mind is no longer a safe space. I think we so take it for granted, and I'll speak for myself, but I definitely take it for granted. The fact that most days um, I can, you know, walk around um, my apartment, walk to the subway, walk around and um, really come out into the world with a clear head and just be able to go about my life without yeah, honestly, just be a functioning member of society. And I think as we start to reflect on the year, um, mental health is just like, if we don't have that, I think we honestly just don't have anything. Um, but we also know that with like the slightest change in our life circumstances or like a breakup or if you get fired at your job, like all those things can shift. and. Yeah. Anyways, where was I going with all this? Okay, back to periods. Also, guys, I'm kind of vulnerable this week. It's just me talking into a mic. So if you don't like hearing my voice, politely log off. Please don't bully me. Anyways, um, I have some really good content for you guys this week. So no guests, but I have some really amazing articles um, that I want to share with you guys. Uh, so as I mentioned, my period has always been an indicator of my mental health. I can always feel when I my period coming on, like right now, for instance, uh, I track my period and I have a regular cycle, which I know not everyone has. But um, that being said, I know I'm going to get my period in the next 24 hours. In the three days leading up to that, I don't necessarily experience any cramps, but I just feel a certain level of demotivation and an inwardness. And up until the last couple of years, it was something that I, I resented. Uh, that inwardness, that introvertedness, that tendency to go inside yourself and, you know, not necessarily be the first to raise your hand to, to go to the party on Friday night something that isn't really valued or esteemed by our society. Um, we really value the extroverts, the people that, you know, go out and, you know, get shit done, make connections, apply to that job, all that stuff. The last three days, I didn't do any of that. Um, and it wasn't until I read this book, and I'll link this in the show notes, um, this is when I was figuring out how to come at my cycle in a holistic and natural way and understand it um, rather than taking birth control. And again, there's nothing wrong with taking birth control. Birth control is an amazing, incredible medical invention of the last 100 years. Um, but for reasons that I've explained in previous episodes, it just wasn't working for me. So I found this book. I think I found it on Amazon, actually. It's called Moon Time. And what it put into perspective for me is that our cycles are, you know, on average, again, 28 to 30 days, very similar to the lunar cycle. And it, in a very woo-woo way, it talks you through your cycle um, from your follicular to your luteal phase. And especially this last phase right before you... Um, after the egg drops, and right before you actually menstruate, and that's called your luteal phase. And I will definitely have an actual expert um, in this entire cycle that I'm explaining to you guys now come on and talk a little bit more about it because I think it's really important. And 
I certainly have done my own research and have read many books, but it's always valuable coming from a professional's lips rather than mine. But that phase, the luteal phase I was just describing, uh, is a time where it's really okay to go inward. And not only is it okay, but it's important for the follicular phase of your cycle for you to take that time to be more introverted, to reflect. And for the rest of, um, you know, the months that happens uh, at the very beginning or after your luteal phase, um, that's when you can go out and explore and like go to the parties, um, you know, take that meaning, do all those things. But Long story short, for me right now, this is a very restorative phase of my cycle, probably for the next three or five days. So I'm feeling a little bit, feeling a little bit introverted and like sharing all these things with who knows the three, four people who are listening to this is a little bit daunting for me. But yeah, I want to get into a couple of articles. It's kind of funny, but also a little bit scary. Um, This article is rightly titled Sniffing Mr. Right. Um, How birth control can change woman's sense of the perfect man. I'm just going to read for the article here and then I'll drop some comments also because I probably won't be able to keep my mouth shut. Okay, perfect. Weight gain and moodiness top the list of the unpleasant side effects of birth control pills. But could the pill also desensitize a woman's sniffer? New research suggests that oral contraceptives can reduce a woman's ability to smell the best mate. Although birth control can't be blamed for every bad relationship, I wish it could. (laughs) The findings could help explain how people find their ideal love. Most guys splash a little cologne on before a first date, but past research shows that their natural scent may be the better attractant. Pheromones, let's go. Um, sorry, that was a total aside. That was not in the article. Natural odor reflects a person's immune system composition, a collection of genes called the Major Histocompatibility Complex, or MHC. In a 1995 study, women sniffed men's shirts and rated the shirts of men with dissimilar MHCs as more appealing than clothes worn by men who had similar MHCs to their own. Having a different MHC and and thus a different genetic profile from your mate ensures hardier children, the thinking goes, as your offspring inherit the ability to resist a wider range of diseases. The study did find an exception to this rule, however. Women on birth control tended to prefer shirts of men with MHC profiles similar to their own. Okay, how crazy is that? Um, Basically, my takeaway from this is that the way that birth control affects many of us, and again, this is just one study, but has a deep impact on the partners that we find attractive. Like, Can you imagine that the person you end up choosing to, you know, spend the rest of your life with if you're into monogamy like that or want to get married one day? If you choose that person based on whether or not you're taking birth control, that's kind of crazy. I mean, just goes to show that humans, we sometimes think that we're super far away from animal kind and that like you know, things like pheromones like wouldn't necessarily affect us or that we've like socialized so far beyond animals that the things that we find attractive are really just, you know, like what advertisements show us. 
But this really shows that, like, we are really just animals roaming around this earth and we've created this weird thing called society and civilization. But, like, we are not removed from it. These are the things that perhaps aren't studied enough, in my opinion. And some of the things that, you know, women just necessarily don't feel when they're starting to take birth control when they're, you know, 14 or 15. I mean, can you imagine being a teenager, being like 13, 14, 15? And I'm, I'm sure many of you can imagine who are listening. Um, this is oftentimes when when most um, young girls or women start taking birth control. And your entire life, you think you're attracted to a certain type of person. And by type of person, I just mean, you know, like their pheromones or I guess this is saying like pheromones smell differently for different genetic makeups. And you get off birth control and you're attracted to an entirely different kind of person. Like, that's just absolutely crazy to me. I'm going to go into the second article here that I want to share. And this one is called How Birth Control Affects Your Mood. Mood-related issues like anxiety and depression are super common among women on the pill. Almost half of women who go on the pill stop using it within the first year because of intolerable side effects. And the most frequently cited is its unpleasant changes in mood. Sometimes it's intolerable anxiety, other times it's intolerable depression, or maybe both simultaneously. And even though some women's doctors may tell them that those mood changes aren't real or important, a growing body of research suggests otherwise. The Scandinavian nation of Denmark is home to a number of nationwide registers, collections of data from its citizens on different health and social issues. Because all Danish citizens have a unique personal identification number, researchers have been able to link individual people's data across different registers, giving them access to information about patterns of health and social behavior as a whole population. Um, privacy concerns, question mark? I feel like since it's Denmark, I feel like it's fine. I feel like they're not up to anything spooky. But if this were the U.S., I would be concerned. But who knows? Any privacy experts, please ping me. Um, from these registers, we've learned valuable lessons about the powerful effects that the birth control pill can have on mood. In the first of these studies, the researchers looked at the records of all healthy, non-depressed women living in Denmark between the ages of 15 and 34. They then followed the prescription and mental health records of these women, more than a million of them, for 14 years to see whether going on hormonal contraceptives influenced the likelihood of later being diagnosed with depression or being prescribed antidepressants. The researchers found that women on hormonal contraceptives were 50% more likely to be diagnosed with depression six months later, compared with women who were not prescribed hormonal contraceptives during this time. They also found the women on hormonal contraceptives were 40% more likely to be prescribed an antidepressant than were women who weren't prescribed hormonal contraceptives during this time. The results of the study, as well as others, suggest the pill can increase some women's risk of depression. This seemed particularly for non-rural effects, such as Pat, for ages 15 to 19, whose brains were not yet done developing and maybe more prone to the influence of hormonal signaling. And the writer of this article here um, goes to say, uh, I'm obliged to point out we don't know for sure that the pills and cause this increase. Correlation doesn't equal causation. 
it's possible the researchers found pill-taking and depression to be related because they were each related to some other third variable. For instance, women who seek medical interventions to prevent pregnancy might be more likely to seek medical interventions for depression. Or getting into a new sexual relationship, which can prompt a pill prescription, could be what's increasing women's depression risk. Stop. Oh my god, this new one, but honestly, something that is just age-old. I mean, what this is saying is, I mean, yeah, women seeking to get into relationships with men are probably... I wonder if getting into the relationship with men is, like, causing the depression? Okay, I'm projecting. Uh, Let's continue. However, the researchers statistically tested for the influence of a number of third variables. And each of these tests found that hormonal contraceptives predicted depression risk even after statistically controlling for these third variables. Okay, men, you are safe, I guess, for now. The women on hormonal contraceptives were twice as likely to have attempted suicide during this time than the women who were not on hormonal contraceptives. That's insane. That's insane. But the risk of successful suicide attempts was was actually even much higher than that. What? It was triple that of women not on hormonal contraceptives. As with depression risk, the biggest negative impact of hormonal contraceptives on suicide risks was found for young women ages 15 to 19 on non-oral products. This is actually insane. Um, Sorry, you guys are actually getting my real-time responses to this because I knew about the links, but this is actually the first time I'm reading this article. Um, This is actually stemming from a TED Talk, which I will also link in the show notes um, if you guys are interested. I mean, this is just, this article just keeps going on and on. Um, But let me here read a little bit about what is actually causing some of these dampening effects. Given that the pill keeps estrogen levels low across the cycle and stimulates progesterone receptors, it's possible that the pill might have the effect of dampening reward processing in the brain. And if the world seems unrewarding, this makes us feel depressed. One hallmark symptom of depression is that people no longer find pleasure in things that they used to find pleasure in. So it's also possible that the pill might increase a person's risk of depression by making pleasure less miserable. That's so fucking sad. I hate this world. Consistent with this idea, research finds that pill-taking women, when compared with their naturally cycling counterparts, have a blunted positive emotional response to happy things and don't experience activity in the reward centers of their brains when looking at pictures of their romantic partners. Oh my god, this totally ties in to the sniffing article they don't have the same reaction towards romantic partners oh my god okay this is just such a lengthy article and i really suggest you all read this but it just doesn't end here it seems pretty clear from the research that the pill can cause some women some pretty serious problems with their mental health but the site but the science isn't at a point where we can make strong predictions i mean I'm not a scientist, and again, like, I'm biased. All these things with, like, depression and and negative effects with birth control, like, all happened to me. Um, The last time I tried taking birth control was because my periods were just, like, so painful, and I, like, 
was not in a place where I was like eating healthy or like trying to figure out how to regulate them naturally. And honestly, I um, started taking the Nuva Ring. A friend suggested it to me. And I was in motherfucking sane for about three to four weeks. And when I went to go take it out after, because you're supposed to take it out after week three and then um, you like have a flow and then you put uh, a Nuva Ring back in again a week later, I couldn't find this ring inside of me. And I thought that it had gotten lost inside me, even though I knew couldn't get lost i had had like a pretty traumatic experience with a i'm just gonna be honest with you guys here so i got a butt plug stuck in my ass like five years ago and i had to go to the er and i almost had to have like a full surgery for them to remove it it was super traumatizing and i thought it was like i kind of suppressed it at the time i like made a meme out of it but honestly it was super scary and i hate going to the doctor guys and I've never had surgery before, aside from getting my wisdom teeth taken out. And that was bad enough. And I'm a huge weenie hot junior when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I will, I will pass out if I have to give blood. Um, I'm working on it. But anyway, so I thought this thing was stuck inside me. And I went to like a really shitty OBGYN. They were the only ones that had an open appointment the next day and they couldn't find it and it was this whole thing um but yeah i'm like pretty sure it's just not inside of me anymore but um honestly the reason i went to take it out is i was going to stop because i was just so depressed and like my friend told me to just like wait it out like wait wait a couple weeks like you'll feel better and honestly i just didn't feel better i didn't feel like myself i felt like it was so, it's so insane the amount that like our hormones can affect our mental health. And I'm like, I just like will do anything not to get to that place again. And like this, it just makes me so sad reading this that you don't have any, your reward centers are just dampened. I mean, not that one makes that many rewards out of this life anyway. I mean, I'm joking. Um, I find life very rewarding rewarding not rewardful but damn this has me fucked up this has me fucked up and i'm sitting here by myself god i wish i had a guest on to get angry about this <laughs> okay well you guys are about to get a whole lot angrier because i wanted to end this episode um with something even more aggravating especially after what we have just read. So one of the things that I first questioned when I did my deep dive and, oh my God, what was it, 2015, when I had that whole incident um, with birth control and got really scared and basically almost had a blood clot. Anyway, that was 2015. I just deep dove into everything and I was like, why do men not have a birth control option outside of condoms? Women are fertile one to five days out of the month. Men are fertile 24-7. I'm so sorry, but why should I be taking something on a consistent basis that 
might potentially be having some negative mental side effects on me when men quite literally like yeah are fertile all the time like why is this like another weight that women need to carry it is so shocking and also like at the time that a lot of these clinical studies for birth control were going on like even back then like i mean today still feeling doctors don't take women's pain seriously like way less serious and yes so this study is gonna piss you guys off um and some of you might be familiar with it but about six years ago there was a study going on um it was a male birth control trial and let me just read to you guys what happened here uh this is just a short excerpt again i'm going to log the article um in the show notes uh in the male birth control trial, 4.7% of men experienced mood swings and 2.8% experienced depression. On the other hand, when using an IUD, which was approved by the FDA in 2015, was it only in 2015? Must have been a specific one. Wow. 5.2% of women reported mood swings and 5.4% reported depression. Besides these side effects, women also experience abdominal pain, ovarian cysts, uh, which I have, by the way, and make my period super painful. And I'm trying to figure out what to do with them. Mm. Total aside. Headaches, acne, and heavy menstrual bleeding. IUDs can also, in rare instances, cause sepsis or perforate the uterus. Really fun. Similarly, hormonal birth control pills have been long known to cause headaches, nausea, cramps, yeast infections, mood swings, and weight gain. Most recently, a study of more than 1 million women published in JAMA Psychiatry. I'm sure that stands for something that I don't know. JAMA Psychiatry. Sorry, guys. Not a doctor. Never will be. Found that women who use combinational hormonal birth control were 23% more likely to be described, prescribed antidepressants. That's insane. Why is no one talking about this? Thus, it appears that the FDA-approved female contraceptives currently on the market. Sorry. Thus, it appears that the FDA-approved female contraceptives currently on the market have side effects that are just as bad, if not worse, than those experienced by patients during the injectable male birth control trial. But given that there is no urgency for pharmaceutical companies to develop the male birth controls, the field is content to wait until safe and effective methods of contraception are developed. I see a million problems in everything I just read. I actually can't read any more of this article because I'm going to start getting too upset. But yeah, so basically, basically, these men had the exact same side effects that women experience from birth control. And I want to be very clear, I don't think anyone should be experiencing depression or any of these side effects from anything that they're taking like i don't want men to take something like this either um i i love men too i really do um love men i have a brother so i love men it's like when guys are like i couldn't hate women like i love my mom and my sister i'm gonna start saying that i have three younger brothers i'm like no i like like i would never like let someone talk about a man like that like i have a brother like honestly that's tweetable. Don't steal that from me. I'm going to tweet us. Let's do this. Okay. So, yeah. 
I mean, exact same side effects. Um, and they completely stopped the study. And I can tell you right now why. I mean, the article basically says why. Um, there's no urgency for pharmaceutical companies to develop this. Um, because the expectation is that women are just going to continue to carry this burden. Not because there is some kind of social contract or tacit understanding. It's because the majority of um, people who are lobbyists in the pharmaceutical industry slash uh, all in the pharmaceutical industry are, are men. And people are going to be incentivized by the things that they want to see in the world. And, and yeah, I mean, they don't give a fuck. So that's the world we live in. Anyways, guys, next week. I promise I will have on someone to riff with me and it won't just be my voice, but thank you guys for bearing with me. But you guys, I don't even know who's listening to this, but I'm going to continue putting this stuff into the ether because I really care about this topic and more people should talk about it. And if this even reaches one person who is able to go look at an article and make a more informed decision about his or her body or their body, then my job here is done. I hope you guys have a really good weekend and I will talk to you next week.